What is up, Herolings? We finally get an answer today to whether or not our heroes can defeat their greatest challenge yet, the legal system. What's that? Someone else gets arrested. I'm sure it'll be fine. Hi, I'm Matthew Tate. And I play Calliope Sternheel. Hi, I'm Barb Graves, and I'm Sarda Domina. Hi, I'm Philip. I play Ivan the Barbarian. Hi, I'm Jay, and I play Emerson. Hi, I'm Rhea, and I play Ryla. And I'm Brittany, and this is Wish You Were Heroes. Uh, so he brings in the argument of Robert, and then he's like, Fuck this, never mind. Yeah, I successfully presented an argument that this is way more than it should be and, and that he more than Science. he understood so yeah. he's like all right uh, this is him admitting that he was wrong about that okay. holy that fuck all that paperwork kicked yeah. ugly that i was correct on this, this, is, this that, is that's legalities. one point emerson yep. <laughs> I, i'm just gonna say this now all that paperwork kicks ugly just did See, even ivan clutch. is defending your character yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any uh, it we're all uh, like any opposition the from the intercessors? Uh, nothing. No. I mean, it I has been stricken from the record. I wish it. That's kind of funny. The accused is defending the character. <laughs> it's off the record. Okay. But anyway. So right. now Sarda's coming. Now Sarda, you are escorted in in chains. <laughs> yep. And seated in a chair just as Ivan's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the opposite side of Ivan from Emerson. Can I see Ivan? And can Ivan see me? Yes. Ivan, what face are you making um, at, at Sarda? I just, I just like mouthed to him like, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> like, so he gives the look of, oh, that's okay. I'll get you back later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, excellent. Mm. Mr. Sarda, do you have a last name, Sarda? I don't have one in my records. Yes, it's, it's uh, Domina. Mr. Domina, at this time, uh, we do have a couple of questions. Um, I know you've not been present for the last bit of this hearing, but um, for to catch you up to speed, since I do believe in fairness and communication in this, um, there has we have now entered into a guilty plea um, and have moved to sentencing. In doing so, and determining the uh, um, reliability of Ivan, Emerson has stepped forward to present character witness, and in that, it has become questionable whether or not Emerson can accurately ascertain the intentions of a person within two weeks of knowing them. Okay. And we intend to investigate this further before proceeding further with the trial. All right. Did that adequately surmise what has happened? Uh... By your understanding as well. Yeah, everything except the stuff that was struck from the record. That I was right. Okay. Proceed. So. We got good cop, bad cop, and mom cop. <laughs> <laughs> Look, honey, I'm not saying I'm mad at you. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> 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 and Sarda's mall cop. 
You've spent just as much, the exact same amount of time in the presence of uh, Ivan as Emerson has, correct? Yes. Hmm. Can you, um, for the court, just for the record, can you state how it is that you died? I died from a blast of radiant energy from a crystal. Hmm. Can you tell the court what caused the blast of radiant energy from the crystal? Uh, a devil. And what caused <laughs> that devil to release that blast of energy? Mind you, we are asking direct questions. Calliope. Calliope? How did Calliope cause that? Calliope gave an order to attack it. Mm. And Ivan carried out the order. Okay. Which then resulted in your death. Unintentionally, yes. Okay. Has Ivan caused the death of anyone else? Could you be more specific? Um, what I mean is, besides the, uh, already guilty plea. Mm. That any other people than the two that have now been stated, yourself and Mr. Hinckley, do you know of anyone else who Ivan has caused the death of? Well, he's, uh, he's killed a couple of wolves. That's, that's the thing that's happened. They did attack. Um, there was also a time where we got ambushed and directly attacked by, I don't know, what, 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 was, what were they? Some Crazy kind looking of, elves. Yeah, yeah, some kind of like corrupted form of elf. All right, Mr. Sardo, when, when you were uh, attacked by these elves, these mutated elves, or whatever they were. Um, did Mr. Dresky ever do anything that you would find noteworthy in that process? Well, the noteworthy, huh? Well, let me think. There was. He did transform and uh, took on this, like, monster form. That was pretty brutal. That was pretty, pretty scary, actually. We, we here in Arathia do not judge anyone by the race that they are. That is... Oh, no. It just, I didn't know. It was just surprising. Okay. <clears throat> After defeating your enemies... How did Mr. Dresky treat them? I... Oh, God, I remember so much. There was a bird that... He just ripped one of their jaws right off. No, we're not dealing with oh. any actions of the bird that set out with you. We, we are dealing with the actions of Mr. Dresky. How did he treat the prisoners... Once they had been defeated. 
He killed them. He killed them. Were they able to defend themselves? No. Really? One tried to attack me when I did. I actually succeeded in attacking me too. And how did he attack you? It was the one that was lying, pretending to be dead. No, he tried to bite you because he was, you had already killed, you were trying to kill him and he tried to bite you. So, you've you've piped up now. So, how how did he attack you, Mr. Dresky? What what, weapon did he use to assault you? His mouth. So he tried to bite you? Yeah. Did that seem like an assault on you or was he... Desperately trying not to be placed into death. The initial to be put ambush to was an assault on us. We could not take prisoners at that time. Not that many prisoners. Did you take a prisoner? Yeah, we took one. And how did you treat that prisoner? Personally, I treated him fine. I fed him. He was taken care of. Uh, Emerson pretty much... Um, made sure that nothing bad happened to him. What did you suggest happened with him after you were through with him? Kill him or release him. Mm. All right. We're going to time out there. Uh, that is not what Ivan said to do. Ivan suggested putting him down and someone else said that that wasn't okay and then Ivan said killing or releasing is fine. Just, uh, so you know by the record of what actually happened, as it would have been much fresher for Ivan than it's fair. it is for us. So, I, I, I started to probably pipe up by saying that he was the one that interjected because Ivan did suggest killing him. Role play that out. Okay. So, I said kill him. Um, and then I suggested to let him go. Hmm. And then I second, uh, Sorter's decision. I said, kill him, release him. I don't care. So it does, it makes you no difference if, um, if someone lives or dies, if they're not useful to you. I wouldn't say that. What would you say then? Well... The fact of the matter is, we were out in the wild. They ambushed us first. As far as we know, that they, they were working with the target that we were tracking. We couldn't just release all of them um, or keep all of them because we're only a small group. So we kept one for information. When he became of no use... At that point, he was no longer a threat. That's why it was suggested kill or release, even though I may have not suggested the release. But the point of the matter is, is they attacked first. We handled the situation as was. Sometimes you can't take prisoners. It's all the while. Would there have been any other solution other than putting them down? You 
may could have come up with another solution. I don't know. And you can't think of anything else other than to kill them. Considering that they had intentions of taking our lives, no. I was concerned about my party and, and our safety. What? And could not trust to leave this full group of assailants to potentially attack us again. Your Honors, the, the defense is going to give you a great many reasons why they believe that his sentencing should be minimal. I think that it should be significant punishment because Mr. Dresky is incapable of other solutions that placed in a situation where he feels threatened or he feels that his people are threatened even within the walls of these cities. What would you have done, interrogator, if you was in my position out in the wild with a, a group of people that you are there to protect and they're supposed to protect you and you was ambushed by a superior number force? After we defeated them? After they were... not, We are not... I am not disputing that you were fully within your rights to slay those that stood against you in combat. That is absolutely necessary. We're specifically speaking to, the character, to your character in that your first solution after defeating all of them was to immediately put them to death. That you spoke none with your Again, with your other party members. You didn't even consult with the, those that you claim to be trying to protect or, or care about. You acted of your own volition and immediately latched out with murder. My question is, what would you have done? What would I have done? Yeah, what would you have done with them? Tied them up, sent a message back to the kingdom that there were prisoners. Give them a chance. With who? We had nobody to send back. We were... We were a expeditionary force to go forward to find our target. Nothing could have been sent back with a message? Who was there to send back? There is the familiar which could have been sent back, capable of carrying out intelligent missions such as that and carrying a letter. Objection. One familiar could not have, or even one of our company could not have safely guarded an entire group of these enemy combatants all the way back to the city. No one is suggesting that. I said tie them up and then send a messenger back that, uh, with the location of prisoners. They are suggesting that they would have had someone come out and meet us while we make a campsite there, watching, acting as... Uh, Foreman. Even if it were to alert the kingdom and allow the kingdom to make that decision of what to do with the prisoners. And that deep outside of, frankly, this uh, city's jurisdiction, uh, how, how are we to know 
that deep into enemy territory while we're pursuing someone we were sent to pursue, that these folks would not have simply been set free. And the, then attack us again in greater numbers. On, time, on top of that, time was the essence. The Did point. you have to stay with them in my suggestion? You could have left them. And they, then they left could them have to be freed and attack us on our return journey? Or while we're still journeying? Those are risks. But those are simply risks. You said, what are other solutions? I asked, what would you have done? I said what I would have done. And your solution was that? Yes. It's fair. I made, a I made a call to dispose of them so that I would avoid those risks. And that is what we are, that is exactly my point. Your first solution, without discussion or even debating it amongst yourselves, you took it upon yourself, singularly, without any consultation, to end the lives of others. And if anybody would have said something, I would have stopped. But nobody stopped me. This is a set that is indeed a separate issue that needs to be addressed. But you are the mm -hmm. one on trial, and we are not currently debating whether or not that was a the right or wrong decision, but whether or not that is part of your character and your first response is to take the life of another person. Whether or not you are a risk and should be allowed to roam the streets of this city. Mr. Hinckley was not an isolated incident that your first response repeatedly is violence. And that that is a risk to allow to continue inside of the, the city. Because in the wild, you have to respond first and protect yourself and those that you care about first before you... In the wild, but you are no longer just in the wild. Hmm. That's you, where I've lived most of my life. And that is why I did not suggest that you never be allowed to see the light of day again, but rather that you not be allowed to roam this city freely while inside of this city. I, I believe we have a similar point here. He should not be allowed to roam freely at this current time inside the city. That is a very fair point, given the matter. Your Honors, what if you had a ceremon fealty. Hmm. You hear a murmur from both the five justices and the council above. What do you mean, Lady Ryla? I am Lady Ryla Arcturus of Dresky, heir to the Arcturus house. You see, like, shock from all of the members of the ju jury, as well as the other council members, except for the king. And I offer my fealty to Arathia and King James himself as heir to the Arcturus lands and holds. Is this fealty conditional? On the condition that Ivan be released to us, but that we act under your guise. I am not, this is the king speaking, I am not without interest in your proposition, but to have a condition on the filthy means that a, a change in a condition would result in 
a lack of your fealty. I respect you, King James, and if that is the case, then there is no condition. I will meet you on even ground. Then and you are welcome. We will discuss what that entails further later. We are proud to welcome the Arcturus family to the kingdom of Arathia. The, uh, the interrogator's just kind of standing there, not sure what to say now. <laughs> I'm surprised Jay's not rolling history checks right now. What am I history? What? Oh, uh, her story? You're rolling history? Yeah. So, you actually know that Drerix is the, uh, the... Dresky. What? Right, Drerix. I messed up there. Yeah. Fuck! We were saying Ivan Dresky enough like, that I that's what I was like, when he said yeah. that, I was like, like what? They're related? It's no. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, they're related now, I guess. Fuck. No, no, no. Uh, so, Drerix is the kingdom just south of Darkwell. It is the one that uh, was actually the beginning of the Aceraman Empire. And... It's mostly swampland. And in their conquest, they wound up spreading east and north, consuming everything uh, all the way to the sea. As well as most of the land to the south, except for the Brightfang Desert and the city that borders its... its uh, the city that borders its desert. Uh... Testeria. Drerix is where it all started. And the Arctuus family, that is one of the three major houses of the Aceraman Empire. Second in line for the throne. I didn't know that part. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saving that when I rolled for it. I, I like, do. I was like, there are three families. Rila would have known that this whole time, but Rhea didn't get to know it. Rhea's dumbass. <laughs> Jesus. These Nuremberg trials are crazy. Your Honor, I, I have nothing further unless the intercessors have something further than... I believe that we have gained an accurate assessment of both the character of Mr. Drasky and that the portrait that Mr. Drasky's character was painted in by Emerson was not a complete picture. It was intentionally presented as a partial presentation that to present it as if it were a complete assessment would be false. That not what Emerson has presented was false, but rather to to intentionally only present the positives and none of the negatives did not present an accurate assessment of his character. 
pending no further uh, evidence presented by the intercessors. We had a few questions for Sarda, actually. Ah, very well. Fuck, this feels so tiny now. I'm sorry. Sarda, before you joined our company, uh, how much in the way of combat experience had you had? None. What is your overall assessment of the nature of combat beyond the city walls? Could you ask that again? What is your overall assessment of the nature of combat, such as we've seen on our missions, beyond the city walls? Uh, it's a last resort for me. It's a very... It's a difficult decision to make. And what, for you, makes it difficult? Because for me, life is all, all life is sacred. And to take it is very much either for survival or last resort sort defense. Do you believe that the purpose of our uh, ventures out there are to safeguard the lives of others. I'd like to, I do. Do you recall what happens to the bodies of the elves after they passed? There was a, um, a darkness that washed away from them and they reverted back to their normal form as an elf. And do you recall what the elf that we took prisoner said when we asked him who or what he served? He couldn't answer, as if he was silent. He mm -hmm. wouldn't. He wasn't. That's not true. It wasn't? Oh, I'm sorry. He said he was serving the greater good. In your experience, people who believe they're wholly <clears throat> on the right side of good, do they tend to stop what they're doing in pursuit of their goals? I know that he was not going to stop because he had said so. He was not going to stop. And it wouldn't have just been us. It would have been the citizens of Arathia as well. Ivan put to rest enemies who would have done harm to not just our company. This is not just about us. We wouldn't have been sent on this mission if it was just about us. What Ivan did was ethical in the context of combat and the context of serving the kingdom. It's very easy for someone such as our Inquisitor to say, I would have done this differently, or I would have done that differently. I would have tied them up 
and sent a message back to the kingdom. But the reality, when you're in a combat situation with fanatics, is you have to treat it as a combat situation. Only one follow-up question for you on that, then. If that's the case, if they were truly this terrifying threat that couldn't be allowed to live, why did you turn around and, only a few short hours later, release one of them into the wild, knowing that they wouldn't stop? It wasn't... That was not... Ivan's first inclination to do, nor was it mine. In fact, I was much more stubborn about not releasing him than everyone else in the party. I was the one who released him. So, either you were wrong as a party for releasing him. I believe we are. And even still... That speaks nothing to the character of Ivan individually and what his first inclination is, which our entire basis of this argument is whether or not Ivan's first inclination is to kill. Ivan's first inclination, honestly, I, I wish we had more of Ivan in our company because things are ugly out there, and his viewpoint does balance out some of my company's more optimistic viewpoints of what the world is like beyond that wall. Sorry to bow his head. And do you remember what our purpose in being here today is? To try him for what is defined as murder under a Rathian law. Specifically. And to sentence him now. And this had to do with what occurred within the city of Arathia, not out in the wild. Yes, but our interrogators made what happened out in the wild a part of this by using it as character, trying to use it as character evidence against him. Where I honestly think it's better character evidence for him. Your Honors, uh, I need not address that at this point. I, I feel that she is making a point for me here. Uh, even bragging about the willingness of Ivan to take the lives of others. And that that is the, the correct option. While I completely disagree with that selection of mentality for anyone to represent us as a city... Um, we are addressing the laws of the land and how they are written for within the city and both uh, and all of the evidence presented here including the argument of the defense is that Ivan is willing to kill. No, that Ivan is willing to serve and to do what is necessary to serve when it's outside of the city confines. And what he deems necessary regardless of what the law holds. The law does not, the laws of Arathia do not apply 50, 100 miles out into the woods 
they do when you are an emissary and an agent of the kingdom. They apply to you. What you do outside of this kingdom is still subject to the laws and restrictions of this kingdom as both citizens and representatives, and that is part of what you've agreed to when you agreed to go on this mission as agents for this kingdom. If that is the case, Your Honor, Honors, I move or I motion that he be released into a watchful custody, and I recommend and say that it should be ours. We've worked with him. We understand a lot of how he thinks and acts now and can look better at it for the future. We have a capable military officer in Emerson Crow, a member of a royal family like myself and Calliope, and we can take that blame and punishment if any transgressions happen beyond this. And what would you say to the young girl whose father was murdered in front of her when she sees her father's murderer roaming free in the streets of the city? What would you have said to her if her father still lived after she watched him murder somebody himself? He did what he had to. If that were the case. That is the, that's the story that has been presented to us that we have no way of corroborating. He would have stood trial. He would have had to be interrogated for, for his actions. But that ability of this city and of this country to pursue justice was taken away by you. Striking someone down there was no hearing. There was no chance for evidence to be presented or a story to be heard. There was not even a moment for surrender. There was swift and instantaneous death dealt based off of what you perceived at that moment with no regard for the law of the land. I would tell her that I'm sorry. And we would be looking to resolve anything, however we can. Make amends and try to heal through it. An apology to, to heal a murder, to heal the loss of a father. I, as a player, am struggling here. What are you struggling with? I need help. Yeah, it's like the, an the fact room. that Brittany's making a goddamn good point. The thing is, is definitely you've thought about all this, and we're just like, okay. Yeah, I've actually I was waiting the, for this. We've walked into the escape room, and we <laughs> found a set of keys, and we don't know what goddamn door they go to. I knew exactly you were going to bring the girl up, and that's. <laughs> yep. I mean, like the case is already solved. Like, let's just. Perhaps Ivan works it off, put good into society itself again, use this as an opportunity to enlist him, train him, and hone that. We love rehabilitation, don't we? I don't see 
really any good, reasonable, happy ending, good solution. There is for not going to be one. No. It's going to be I upsetting mean, and annoying. I, I, I'm going to go back to what I suggested earlier. Exile from city walls, and and you know that exile and and continued service be like the price of freedom. What, what do you mean? I don't understand what the the they want. What do they want to do to Ivan? Oh, life in prison and or the death penalty. Most likely, uh, they, they, they actually, actually haven't never stated. The death no, they don't. That's what I'm assuming. That's what I'm assuming. Uh, I was going to let he the did death. directly say what he intended. Yeah. He said that he intended for imprisonment when Ivan when the party was returned to the city mm-hmm. and then when you were deployed for missions, Ivan was handed off to you into your custody and while you were right. outside of the city. But never seeing the light of the light of day outside of combat. Outside of missions. Outside of missions ever. That's that's, that's your life. that's your the opposition's goal here is to have Ivan essentially be a Weapon, Brittany. I'm going to ask you me, something. I, 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 I would suggest that we propose meeting halfway and exile instead of prison. Everything else about that remain the same, but exile instead of prison. Basically, his cell is the world outside the city walls. Okay, hold on. You have a question for yes. me? Yes. Stop being so damn good at arguing and coming up with so many good fucking points. Because <laughs> we want to argue back. Yeah. Because, like, here's the deal. It's just like, no, yes, no, yes. I'm like, ah! As a deal, I completely... As a player, I completely agree with you. I fucking hate this. Why is that a problem? If your characters would agree with that, My is that a problem? Uh, Ivan did something that was... In- potentially extremely heinous. Yeah. Like, so if you as players can sit there and struggle with that, shouldn't your characters? Yeah. Shouldn't that be a thing? They have to go, how do we handle this? We need Ivan, but we also know that this is horrible. Ivan is learning. Ooh, I mean, Mike, Mike, I have Mike, a thing. Kawaii's viewpoint on this is he fucked up, but it isn't murder. That, that, that's just Arathia's stupid fucking definition of murder. Kawaii sees as manslaughter, basically. So, on that note about the daughter, she can look on if she ever sees Ivan out, knowing if he's conscripted into Arathian service that he is now serving the greater good of Arathia himself. That just feels like... I, d- I don't think she see that. Alternate universe would that make her feel better it's not supposed to make her feel better it's just supposed to quell the pain from seeing him but she's gonna see him yeah she wouldn't want to see him how about we exile her from the city (laughs) (laughs) sounds like she's the issue so, so she's the issue so we just remove her Oh no! Just do, just Stop set her up next to the that. to the father and let her go ahead and get axed down too. Yeah, just like you know, we should have done a two for one special. I am, <laughs> so, as a character, Sarda is still just hearing that kid. Ivan is surprised to learn that he is a representative of the city. He has to buy their laws even outside the walls. So he's like, huh? <laughs> I think I, I honestly think I don't know how the to best do thing this. we can hope for. No. I mean, whatever. We build a house right outside the city walls. We come inside to do our shopping. 
Ivan gives us a list of what he needs. It's not that tragic. We don't have to stay in the city forever, though. Yeah. Like, we don't have to, unless the whole campaign is in the city, we don't have to stay here. Yeah, exactly. He does his time by serving the city. Mm. Or we can just, we take the city and move it somewhere else. You bear in mind, you don't have to reach an agreement with the interrogator. No. That after you are done, after this argument is done, even if y'all don't reach a decision, the justices will deliberate amongst themselves and return with a verdict. Yeah. Oh, then I so want to go move to that. Let's Okay, let's propose what we want to propose, and then they propose, and then we let... The yeah. the people decide. Yeah. I love that. Yay! Let's yeah, do we that. Are the ah, deal oh, with it. My ADHD is going crazy. Oh, I agree. Oh, oh, oh. So that's hold on, what hold I'm on, everybody, form is, hands. What do we want to ooga, ooga. <laughs> Stop! Oh, hey. Now then, the player that's actually trying to ask a D and D related thing, let's let that resolve yes. before we try to blurt nonsense and over talk that. So what are what is going to be our proposition? Exile. Can't be in the city. Are you, how do you feel about that? I, I, I kind of figured it would be up your alley. Because Ivan's a woodsman anyway. Considering he's learning that uh, he has to be a representative of the city, he's like, I'm already got ties already. Because <laughs> he, 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 he doesn't want to be tied to a representative of the city. That's just not him. Okay. Oh, so he may not even want to stay. I mean, he, it's not that he wouldn't stay to continue helping because he made an agreement with that. But he's not liking the idea that he is officially a representative of the city and has to abide, abide by that and basically be tied down to that. Well, you're mm -hmm. not a diplomat for the city. But think about it. If you, as an agent of, the, of any kingdom... If you're an agent working for them, anything you do, like if you would go and murder someone in another country, because you are a representative of that kingdom, that is not just you doing that. That is now an act of war by the kingdom. As and a if player, I understand yeah, that. Okay. Ivan doesn't see it that way. He Until is doing a now. job. Yes. Yeah. He was signed to do a job. He is not considering himself a representative. Yeah. They hired someone to do something. He's here to do it. That's all he's looking at. Yeah. And now he's hearing that it's more than that. Yes. So, yeah. We'll just explain to Ivan later how it's okay, like the CIA never do anything <laughs> shady. Wink, wink. See, I'm still all for... They're the for, heroes. I'm still all for having Ivan, even if it is only allowed into the city for resupplying. I'm okay with that, but I want Ivan to be able to come along and resupply if need be. It's gonna be a thing. You can negotiate for that. You've not made any steps at negotiation in that. Y'all keep flip-flopping on what it is so, you're going to Exile with the if have to come into the sea that I will be under armed escort. Yeah, uh, armed escort of like... Actual city guard. Yeah, city watch. Yeah. On top escort. of what we already possess. So... Waiting on y'all to make one single person speaks out a proposition. I like that. Which one are you We would like to propose conditional exile uh, 
with the one condition that uh, Ivan be allowed back into the city to resupply for missions, but only under uh, strict city watch. Armed escort. Yes, thank you, Ivan. <laughs> the interrogator kind of pauses. A small amendment to that. You would, of course, have to have Ivan come back in for mission reports as well. And debriefing. So, um, I think that we can meet in the middle at, um, Exile, conditional exile, and at any time in order to re-enter the city, not only is it armed escort, it is uh, surrendered ca captivity. Uh, I, I, as the DM, I'm struggling here. Um, Surrounding arms. No. Where you go Ult back into like manacles and like oh, would be ultimate escorted. Ultimate surrender. Yeah. I've seen it on Pornhub. I, <laughs> I will look voluntary... Um, <laughs> Temporary imprisonment, essentially, like um, you're on house arrest. Temporary incarceration. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, voluntary incarceration for time spent inside of the city to be uh, uh, placed into restraints and escorted by guard. Uh, he would be allowed to travel with you inside of the city at that point um, to a limit of twenty-four hours. He would have had to have left the city by then. That way, there's no staying within the city overnight. Ivan, how does that sound to you? Sounds fine by me. We agree. And justices, if that is agreeable to you, we will await your decision. They all kind of look at each other, and there's a moment. You can actually see that there's this moment of communication magically that happens um, between them, where they are clearly sending some form of message. The king turns and he says, We find this agreeable. Sentence to be carried out immediately. And the justices rise and go back to confer with each other. The king comes to speak with you. I'm sorry that I could not be of more help there. And he unlocks Ivan's uh, restraints from the chair. Would you like a moment to stretch before you are manacled to be escorted from here? Yes. You'll have three minutes. Big stretches. And you begin to stretch stuff. We walk on. over to Sarda. Mm -hmm. Rare back like I'm going to hit him hard and just tap him. Just tap him. That's going to be a big flinch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one punch man. <gasps> and then just... Boing. <laughs> Said I'll get you back. Don't look behind where the giant hole in the wall is. <laughs> oh, Fuck, let's never play courtroom drama again. <laughs> We're probably going to have to at this party. <laughs> Holy Christ. It's 
Especially I, if y'all go murdering people in the streets. Ivan, if you do that again, I will kill you myself. <laughs> then you'll stand trial. That's fine. <laughs> I'll just plead guilty right out the gate. Uh, <laughs> First introduction. The, the prosecutor rises to stay, give a statement. He's like, I'm guilty. I'll move to sentencing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. See, we're worthwhile enough to have Ivan out in the wild. Oh, we committed war crimes. Ah, war crimes are fine. No, there was no technical declaration of war. Yeah, war crimes are fine. We just committed normal crimes. Technically. Well, no, no, we didn't, because, again, outside of the jurisdiction. Jay took off There might have been elf crimes. I don't know. Wait, are we done? I never want to be a lawyer again. Uh, also, I'm going back to jail, so see y'all. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Hold we on. haven't dealt with that. That'll be next session.